Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about the anxious buyer. The anxious buyer is desperate to get a deal done. They're usually lacking local relationships in the market, and they're trying to buy using the public MLS. They're hoping to get a deal, but are finding the environment too competitive. Low-priced deals are in poor locations. The best locations often invite a lot of competition, but underneath the surface, there are still good opportunities, but it requires a deeper, hyper-local knowledge of the supply-demand characteristics. The anxious buyer behaves like the last waffle is about to disappear from the breakfast buffet. But the truth is, there's probably another pan of waffles in the kitchen, and a fresh batch will appear in a few minutes. The truth is, the marketplace is truly an all-you-can-eat buffet of opportunity. And if there isn't something available now, well, just wait a few minutes. Something will be around soon. The posture of the buyer must be one where they don't need to purchase. It's the seller who has a problem, and they're the one that's looking to get cash for their asset. I find there's an education process involved in working with brokers who can be a source of deals. If you're not very specific with the brokers, they will throw a wide array of options at you with no filtering. We've heard the stories and witnessed maybe even firsthand the insane auction environment that's been rampant in today's markets. Sellers have been demanding unreasonable terms. We recently had a seller demand an asking price of $10 million for a property that was only two-thirds of an acre. How did he arrive at that price? I have no idea, but I can tell you it's not worth anywhere near $10 million. We were recently working with a client who's seeking a property in order to meet an investment deadline. So many corners were being cut by the client. The fear of not meeting the deadline caused steps to be skipped. The purchase and sale agreement was sent without being reviewed, and it had errors in it. In one case, the property being offered was in a flood zone and had an environmentally sensitive overlay on it. Another property didn't even have the required use allowed in the zoning. A few minutes of basic research would have disqualified both properties and saved several hours of time preparing offers on properties that frankly would never qualify for the intended use. In another case, we were working with a client who traditionally had worked with the same small group of partners in a joint venture. A new deal was lined up and the closing was less than a week away. The partners said they had the money. Imagine the surprise when there were more than a dozen investors named in the deal having a passive minority interest. This looked nothing like the joint venture of past projects. Not only that, if they were to proceed with the current investor makeup and company structure, they would be in violation of securities regulations. So we recommended that the closing date be negotiated to allow for the extra time to prepare the proper securities compliant paperwork and filings. Our team facilitated the right connections and with our help, all of the securities paperwork was completed in less than four business days. The closing for the purchase was extended by a week. Yeah, it was a few hundred pages of additional paperwork, but in truth, many of these steps can be based on templates, and if done in a consistent and repeatable fashion, it's not that daunting. What seemed like a daunting and insurmountable task actually became very manageable. The buyer was initially reluctant to even ask for an extension of the closing date. You see, anxiety is an emotion that almost all of us experience from time to time. It's an emotion that distorts perspective. When looking back on those moments with perspective and hindsight, it's clear that anxiety can be the driver for making hasty and sometimes bad decisions. It was a time when I fell prey to these types of choices as well. If I think back to 2011, I was finding really good deals in the wake of the 2008 financial crisis. These deals were so good that I felt compelled to purchase them no matter what. Thinking of one example, it's a single-family home in Oak Park, a suburb west of Chicago. This affluent area had attracted higher-than-average property values. I bought a home with the help of a joint venture partner, and we estimated the renovation at $100,000. We purchased the property also for under 100 
and we anticipated the sale price to be above 300000 All in all, we had the makings of a good deal, at least $100,000 in profit. But I was so blinded by the deal that I failed to perform proper due diligence. I failed to put the right systems in place with the right contractor. I even made the mistake of making the contractor a partner. I naturally assumed that the contractor's interests, being a partner, were aligned with everyone else's. When I learned the contractor was falsifying records in order to extract more money from the project, I was both shocked and offended. And imagine my surprise when the contractor filed a mechanic's lien on the property, which put his claim ahead of everyone else in the eyes of the law. The net result was that house sold for a good price, even above our initial projection. But the mess was still there internally. We negotiated a settlement where the funding partner was made whole, the general contractor got more than they were entitled to but less than they were asking for, and I got nothing. When I run the retrospective on the decision-making process, it's clear there was an element of anxiety at the root of every single bad decision. Today, I do still experience anxiety from time to time, just like I'm sure many of you do as well. But today I've learned how to process that anxiety differently. I acknowledge the presence of the feeling and simply use it as a guide to bring the discipline of good decision-making into the process. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.